All right, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Conspiracy Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Bars, a.k.a. Highway to the Danger Zone. Touchy subjects. <laughs> I forgot about the Yes, touches. guys, listen. Thank you for tuning in to the number one debate show the, in the that, world. That, listen, right. guys, we are putting out two new episodes every week. Episodes, video, and audio at rockfin.com slash Conspiracy Social Club. Two new episodes every week. Are you every kidding? week, hammer plus, of God. Plus, plus, you get old audio episodes anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you yeah. want to, hey, you go, hey, doc, listen to me. I got to check this out before I, I you know, I yeah. invest in this thing. Listen to old episodes. Yeah, and believe me, you'll invest. You'll invest. Great <laughs> show like to of laugh all time. And fucking learn how right i am and how wrong sam is five star reviews give it to us love us help us get in that top 200 to show everybody what's real now listen you want to see us live it's real easy you want to find out where we're going where we're going to be where we're going to be dropping the hammer of the gods at just go to briancallen.com and samtriplee.com and and don't don't wait there's more yeah uh, we got merch and more about the show at aka deepwaters.com. You guys like wearing awesome shirts? Yeah. That say aka deepwaters <laughs> or whatever. I don't even know what the fuck the merch is. I do know I have one of the shirts and it looks great on my body. Yeah. If you want a shirt to look amazing on your body with sick cotton, the kind of cotton you can only find in a very tiny, tiny valley in Egypt picked by the most beautiful women of all time, then you and, and then combed. <sighs> combed with ivory combs combed with i yeah we had to kill elephants for it but guess what worth it when it hits your body and the stitching you want to talk about stitching we had to use very small children because they have tiny fingers they do get back yes. breaks yeah they so get, get shirts that we use hot chicks picking cotton slaughtering elephants and child labor, and child labor. go get but it they now. are fucking worth it it's like dipping your torso into a warm fucking bath with some honey mixed in. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. All right. Okay. And you want to come see me live? You come to Brea. Okay. Improv. And this we got to go. Okay. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken, snake gods, and the Anunnaki, and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, a.k.a. Deep Waters. Deep waters. Brother, I love you and I get it. Well, you know, you know, I'm you're, doing my best, I dude. fucking I hear that. I used to eat strangers' assholes. <laughs> now I like. I just want to go to bed. Uh, but you are moving in that direction more, and I For appreciate sure. that. And this is part of it. It's gross, you, You're dude. kicking and screaming in that direction, and she's winning this. She's winning the tug of war a little bit. And no, I, I, it's, it's always going to be a struggle for us. Listen, dude, I've learned this. If there's anything I learned from this is like sometimes you got to lose the battle to win the war. Got to lose the battle. We're, we're going to start with that quote. You got to lose the battle to win the war. I love that. And 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 I want to clarify. Lie? I want to clarify oh, one snap. thing. Nobody even tells me. I just see the clock going. My my buddy. Uh, we got the fisherman over there. The redheaded Mexican looking fisherman oh, over yeah. there. Yeah. By the way, he looks like a he looks like a fucking Mexican slash white 
uh, slash half black uh, Hemingway. Yeah, he does. You almost the look like you Hemingway solved murder mysteries like. on the deadliest catch. Yeah, or he's just a writer who he's a <laughs> yeah. novelist yeah. who writes who writes with with like on on the coast of Newfoundland, and he's always got a view of a lighthouse. Yes, in for sure. Distance as he's writing his novel. Two, three things are on his before. table of all times: a pad, a paper, a pen, and a loaded shotgun. Yeah, and he's a big kid. What do you, what do you weigh right now? What do you two, do? Six three two twenty. Six three two twenty. But kid. that's just human beings. They just ex- yeah. are, they're getting bigger and bigger. Except for Mexicans, who are getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a he's got a. Well, Mexican. He Mexicans is Mexican, are, though. Yeah, Mexicans yeah. are fucking big, though. A lot. Of, so it depends. Like I've well, seen they're a lot also of, the big, but they're also the tiniest too. Like yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. there could be Mexicans who are like legally regular sized human beings, but in yeah. the land of the midgets, they run the show. <laughs> yeah, there, there are a lot of very short uh, Mexicans and and stuff. Yes, um, like a lot of the great boxers were tiny. Yeah, but then got, But then you've got yeah, but exactly. But then you've got um, might be the toughest small people in the world. But then you do have like a lot of big. It's not uncommon at all to see Mexicans that are in their mid twos or like 220, 230. And you're like, and, and, and sometimes you're like, are you Samoan? It's like, nah, man, I'm 100% Mexican. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I love Mexicans, though. Mexican chicks are the only ones saving rock. Like, all the white chicks, they don't want to go to rock shows anymore. They just want to drop ecstasy and listen to fucking DJs hit cash register buttons the whole time. That's all they want. There's no white chicks at rock shows anymore. It's all hot Mexicans. That's well, all it is. What rock shows are you going Dude, to? Dude, I go to rock shows all the time. I don't know if that's true, bro. What do you mean you don't know it's true? I mean, where are you? Are you in the front row going like this? No, dude, I'm old. I'm in the back yelling everybody sit down because I just want to sit and rock. This is how hard I rock now sitting. Yeah, bro, I get it. What are your uh, top five favorite rock and roll bands? Well, how about this? Can we do best shows, perf- live yes. shows yes. I've ever seen? Yes. Hit me with them. Can we? Dude, without a doubt, if you don't see AD- ACDC once, oh. you're fucked. Oh. Yourself. I don't care if you're not even in to metal. Oh, I've never Go seen watch. them. I've never you seen You gotta them. watch them, dude. Amazing. Dude, they're fucking the best, dude. And they put on a show and you go... These guys are like grandpa's age, dog. And they are shredding, Angus, dude. Angus Young. Yeah, for sure. Out. The best live show, the best live song I've ever seen. This is hilarious. It was their farewell tour in 1991, the Rolling Stones. And by the way, they've done 20 tour, saw tours it. since. I, I saw that tour. You saw that one? Saw like that 91, tour. 92, yes, right? Yes, I did. Sympathy for the Devil is the greatest live song I've ever seen in my life. I don't know if they played it the way... Because in that farewell tour, I remember that song so well because... Jagger came out, he was wearing a hood. And instead of being like, please allow me to end, he was, first of all, the intro was like, and you just heard, you didn't know what the song was yet until they went, that it kind of like, it was this different drum thing and it was different stuff. And all of a sudden just went, and the whole place went, ah. And then he comes out and he goes, please allow me. And he had this deep <laughs> voice. And I was like, you're not supposed to sing it like that. Yeah, dude, give us God. what we want. Ah. That's my problem God, with Lenny Kravitz, man. I went some once. He, he's like, I. by the way, I'm not playing it. Will you go my way? And everyone's like, oh, come why? On, like, this is what we're here for. <sighs> fucking great song like imagine that like dude it's like it's like i get burt kreischer like maybe he doesn't want to take his shirt off 
But I have no problems with him taking his shirt off because people absolutely love that's that the he brand. takes his shirt off. That's the brand. And there's nothing wrong with that. But imagine if he didn't and people be like, dude. My favorite song, my favorite Kravitz song is All I Ever Wanted. The way he sings that. All I Ever Wanted. No, he All was I killed. Need. Dude, I remember he was he awesome. He's like, fucking dude, are awesome. you gonna go my way? That video was so great. Phenomenal. You saw with the, like with the multiracial black... big titted yeah. chicks just dancing, and the black drummer with that fro. Bow, bow, bow. Oh, she was so hot, bow. dude. The '90s were the best, bro. I don't give a shit. He's the best, dude. The '90s were the best. I was loving the night. Are like, you gonna dude, go my way? <clears throat> yeah, dude. Jordan, dad's Jewish, mom's black. Yeah, dude. Good that combo. was that was some good shit back in the day, dude. So so um. Uh, so I, uh, you know, I, the Rolling Stones wasn't the best band I saw live. They're they're amazing, but that was the best song I've ever seen live. But in terms of performances, uh, Alice in Chains. I mean, excuse me, ACDC, dude, Prophets of Rage. Of course, I was on shrooms. <laughs> But man, I have never, dude. This I went. See, this doesn't count though, because if you're no, it does count, on, dude. If you're on, I was on shrooms, and me and my friends stared at a water fountain, and I'm not kidding. On Fourth of July in Washington, but DC. was that the best water fountain you've ever seen? Uh, by far. Okay, so that's my, still my counts. buddy. My buddy John Joseph goes. He looks at me. He goes, "Have you noticed that we've all been staring at this fucking fountain for the past dude, three water hours?" Dude, water is fucking spiritual, bro. Uh, we were. Just we need staring. water to live. So, dude, I've seen a lot of water fountains. I bet you that one's the best one you've ever seen. So that should be on the list imagine if you're like oh it can't be on the list because uh, you know imagine if you did that with like sports like dude that wasn't the best super bowl i was shit faced this, right you want to see my impression of when i'm on shrooms when yeah. anybody's on shrooms watch this <gasps> birds that's the beauty of it dude it but dude i'm telling you i did shrooms at the uh k-rock acoustic christmas and dude prophets of rage slammed so hard I've never seen a place jump like this before that the band following it struggled. Really? And and here's how the band got fucked because most times like music's different than, than comedy. Like, you know, a, music, a band can take out an amazing band with them because there's about 40 minutes in between the shows. Right. So the energy can die and then you build yeah. it back up. Yeah. Stand up, it's like, you know, when... You, like a couple of years ago, I, I had no real following, right? I was just a killer. Like I yeah. was just this guy that was going dojo to dojo, yes. killing everybody's masters, yes, right? Yes, you were. Because literally you would come in, they'd be like, can I bring a feature? Like, no, you're not. And I, they would literally have the best black performer in the city featuring for me every time. Yep. And they're like, let's see this motherfucker. And I'd have to slay dragons <laughs> every fucking, I was like Bruce Lee, every movie well, walking there's in your no one, There's no one on the planet. And I, I, there's no one on the planet in history that you couldn't follow. I mean, dude, there's That's been some fact. people made triply work hard. Okay. And like, I have to like, sit in the pocket. Yeah, I, like Brian Callen, one of his best sets ever. And you went in and did an hour after me and killed harder. But, so come on. So uh, Prophets of Rage goes up, dude. Yeah. They slam so hard because they're a super group, dude. I don't know Prophets of Rage. I do not know. Dude, who they're they are. Public Enemy, Rage Against the Machine, and uh, Insane in the Membrane, uh, Cypress Hill, all in one band. What do you mean? They, all those the, the people from all those bands got together? Yeah. And how old? Yeah. Uh, I'm so I'm so old. Happened a few years ago. Probably like. Is you not old, dude? You just are like been living life. Prophets of Rage. I gotta listen to them, dude. They they're awesome? so good. So wow. So they go up and do so not. Not only are doing Prophets of Rage songs, but they're doing each one of those bands' best songs. Wow. 
So I got to do Be Real's show. It's the fucking best, right? Everyone's just baking. I, I'm not a weed guy, so I can hang out and not be like, yeah, you know, man. if I go to a, someone who's doing a coat, I'm like, nah, nah, I got to go, got to go. But, yeah. Right? But weed, I'm, I can hang out. But dude, he he opened the song the coolest way ever. And he was like, in these dangerous times, we need a dangerous song. And this is the most dangerous song of them all. And you just heard, which is killing in the name of and oh, the yeah. place oh, yeah. went fucking nuts dude Who, who's the lead singer of prophets of rage it's fucking public enemies um fuck who's the lead singer? chuck d chuck d dude chuck d is the most underrated lead i bet ever i bet and so he sings the rap kind of and what about who's be real who's, and him are the leads okay and then you had the Prophets of Rage. Uh, basically, it's the it's it's uh, Rage the, Against the Machine. I love the front man's. I love the singer for Rage Against the Machine. Oh, he's the best. What's his name? He was phenomenal. Zach De La Rocha. Yeah, that kid can fucking. Dude, I went saw. Dude, let me tell you. In concert, the scariest pit I've ever been in was in a Rage Against the Machine pit at the forums when the Kings used to play there, and they still had the plexiglass. And I was like in there trying to find like who I was with. I was like on the floor. Trying to find who yeah, I was yeah, with. Yeah. And out of nowhere, this fucking thick Mexican girl came in and tried to check me into the glass. Holy and shit. for some reason, I just that I don't know, my my guardian angel said move. Boom, hit it. Was like, ah. I was like, dude, I'm never coming in to a fucking pit at Rage Against Machine again. Dude, I, I don't like mosh pits. I'm not built for the mosh Yeah, you're pit. a grown ass man. Yeah, Sam, not... you never been in a slayer pit? Dude, I, 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 no, I've have, never have been, you, dude. Anthony? Oh, dude, when I, yeah. Yeah. Pits, mosh pits are like my thing. You're yeah. kind of built for a mosh pit, dude. Yeah, never falling down. No, you're thick. Yeah, you're, you're built for it, dude. You're a thick mosher. There's a, uh, there's a metal band called The Black Dahlia Murder. That's probably the craziest one I've been in. I got That's the name of a band? Yeah, I got I just two feel black for, eyes. You got two black eyes. Two black you got eyes. Because you got hit in the nose. Yeah, because people are just, there's like a normal Were mosh you getting pit. laid a lot around this time? Be yes. honest. Yeah. You were banging puss, yeah, girls and like you him. were hitting fucking elbows. <laughs> He's got green eyes, dude. Uh, yeah, that's true. The girls dude. like him, bro. Girls love green He's eyes. You're exotic. Fuck. He's a better. They don't looking. know. He's, He's better you check than you all are. the boxes that are gonna piss their dad off, yeah. right? For yeah. sure, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's better looking than than we are, and he's soft spoken. You know, he's a nice dude. He's a young man. If we're if we yeah. all went out on the road, we'd let him pick first. I'm a nice yeah. dude until you get into a mosh pit. Oh shit! Now I, you're throwing out. I, I, I don't want to speak out of turn, Anthony, but I noticed on your phone your girl's name is. You don't want to say it. It's okay. I'll don't. say it. Nah, it what awesome. is it? Princess Queen. Yeah, oh, that's great. Good <laughs> for fucking, you. That's a dude who knows what his girl demands, which is fucking. You better. Be, I better be her princess. Resistance queen. I is saw futile. that shit this morning. It's like Princess Queen. I was like that motherfucker. That's great. Good for you, dude. Good Thanks. for you, man. So, anyways, good for you. Anyways, so prophecy rate destroys. I forget who goes up after them, but man, you know what that? I I I I I felt them. And yeah. I go, oh, this is what it's like to follow Joey Diaz in the OR <laughs> Diaz when he just annihilated the room. He's tough. He's tough to follow. He's tough to follow. That is a different kind of music. And if you come, if you follow Joey Diaz with classical music, 
Yeah. You're you're a dead man. Well, the, the crowd's like the first five minutes, you're Charlie Brown's mom. And they're like, because they're just like, did you see Joey? He talked about his egg roll. Fuck about, 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 you know? That's right. You got to give him time. Yeah. You got to give him time to readjust. That is a huge part of following some people. You have to be in the moment. And slow it down. You got to be in the moment and you got to slow it down. That's exactly So, Ray, Nine Inch Nails live? Dude, visually the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Wow. I'm pissed I haven't, I didn't see these bands when they were. Dude, they're so, and then Tool recently is probably the best live show. But I saw Tool when they were, they weren't little, but they were, they're playing regular size rock clubs in Vegas. I like too. Tool because in, in it, as they've been doing it for so long, and their last album, Inoculum, I think it's called, is is better than almost anything they've ever done. Like when when a group, when a band, oh, dude, their early Tool will never be able to touch yeah, early Tool right? because but they they're still performing that at such a high level. Like when any any artist, any band that can do that for that long is doing is that's just incredible to me. The keeping that hunger. I think stand-up is the one thing that always keeps you hungry because it never gets easy. Like, I, I, I'm done with my my one hour, essentially, and now I got to start from scratch. And that's the hardest, dude, because it's so easy to fall back to the stuff, you know, that works. And, yes. like, yes, there's just some comics that are afraid to fail. And that's why yeah. watching Bill Burr work on new material is yeah. a master's class. Yes, Yes. Because he will go through it. I know he does. Uncomfortably. Yes. And he will never, like, pull out to get a laugh. He also has the the cachet, is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Just to be able to do that? Yeah. Not everybody can. Yeah. But, well, he earned that cachet. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and uh, but it's, there's no other way out. You've got to, you've got to kind of slog your way through the beginnings of it well that's the whole thing with a lot of these young kids they just want to get to the good shit and i'm like the jerk it's like dude that's the thing about tom brady tom brady man as you can say whatever you want about man but man when that guy talks you gotta listen dude and he was like it's the journey dude that's the best part of this whole thing yeah the, winning super bowl is amazing but going on a journey with these dudes like he showed up somewhere a year ago and was like he took this, it's like literally like every single like fucking action film where some guy just shows up and just gets this band of misfits to come together and like save the world. I know, I know. And by the way, the, uh, the one thing I will say is that first of all, I can't believe he won a Super Bowl at 43. I can't believe he did it without Belichick. And he is without a doubt the GOAT, without a doubt the greatest of all time. It was also pretty awesome that he gets Gronkowski out of retirement. He gets Antonio Brown, who I was rooting for. People hate him and stuff, but he's phenomenal. I think he had major head injury. He had a major brain injury, and and you know he was acting sporadically, but that was probably a function of the fact that his brain wasn't working right. But this motherfucker uh, is—he wins a Super Bowl. He's there. I love seeing that second act. Dominic Su. Who was living on the who was on the Detroit Lions in no man's land is the the big Dominic Nsu of of Nigerian descent is arguably the the biggest strongest fastest man on the planet and you know he's just just laying waste 
laying waste to bodies out there. And I just loved seeing those greats. They're all greats, and they won a Super Bowl. It was and like the Blues Brothers. He got they, the band back together. Yes, and they won it easily. Yeah. That was astonishing. Oh, and me. that's why people are complaining about the uh, Super Bowls. Like, they took out this group of guys that were highlight film and shut them the fuck down. Shut them the fuck down. Shut and dude, it's so funny. This uh, I, right at the last second, I get an email from a, a betting website. They're like, "You still have money, man, in our account. You want to make a bet?" And I just said, "You know, I'm gonna take Tom Brady plus three points and like two, two. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Good job. One three hundo, dog. Good three job. hundo, son. Bam. Why can't it be three hundred thousand? You know what I'm saying? It's gonna. I happen. might go to Vegas one day. I, I'm. I, you and I should go to Vegas. Anthony, you, you got to come. We should go to Vegas, and we should take we should put three thousand dollars down on something where we can win a fuckload of money. Like I, I want to do a stupid bet, but where I can where I can make thirty, forty, fifty grand. Well, there is a picture in one of my favorite casinos to go to. It's this little rinky dink one called the 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 Golden Gate Bridge. It's called the Golden Gate. And they have on there where this these young guys came and they put like a hundred thousand dollars on a spin. They won, and then they ran it again and they lost no, it all. You gotta know when to gotta get walk out. away, man. You gotta know when the fuck to walk away. Did I tell you my, my my buddy Jeff who said that about GameStop? He goes, the guys who sold at a hundred are telling the guys who sold at fifty they're stupid. The guys who sold at two hundred are telling the guys who sold at a hundred they're stupid. The guys who sold at three hundred are telling the guys at two hundred they're stupid. And the only pe person that's really stupid is the person that held on to their money and didn't sell. And it's true. You that's the know, truth. Ain't that know. the truth? Yeah. Know when, when to fucking sell. Where'd you watch the game? I watched it because I was on a plane from Miami. Shout out to Miami. What a fucking great weekend. Um, but I, 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 I didn't get home in front of my TV until halftime. And by that time, you know, I was like, oh, the momentum is shifting. No, the momentum shifted early, dude. Yeah. It early, but I, I, out. you know, man, I gotta be honest with you. I love Tom Brady just because, like, I, I just, I mean, like, I'm a Raiders fan. What's the Tuck not rule to love fucked about us, what's you know? Not, but what's not to love about? Tom I just Brady? love a guy who's. I love the masters. Anyone who masters anything, I love it. Like, like in stand up wise, yeah, Joey Diaz, Doug Stanhope, Joe Rogan. I love the guys who are edgy and do all the stuff. But I like Jeff Foxworthy. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I liked Ellen's fucking unbelievable comedy until Ellen. I found out she was a fucking see you next Tuesday. But after that ellen ellen's i always say this ellen's what got ellen to the dance the stand-up i'm phenomenal she, she was, was phenomenal. A, master what you do 100 percent. master what you do 100 but my biggest problem with the super bowl is just like and like the nfl's gotta watch itself man we we literally just need an escape the super bowl is an escape we don't need a social justice uh, every moment of every commentary time. And it's so interesting because, you know, I don't think anybody has a single problem with a female ref doing the Super Bowl. If you tell me she's the best at it. Correct. Nobody cares. Like, do women always go, whenever I had a manager, I always knew they were going to come in hot, man, because they thought that guys wouldn't respect them. And the truth is, we just want to make our money and get our balls busted as little as possible. And if we could do that, I don't care who my, uh, my manager is. I have an issue with the female ref at the Super Bowl for only one reason. And that is that they she they, she just hasn't been doing it long enough to be 
put there at the front of the line. To be an NFL ref, you got to be the best ref. And there's a whole selection process that goes into it. Like there's a whole selection process. And part of it is they look at your record and they look at how many plays you called wrong and what you did right. And so it's a very select group of refs that get to ref the Super Bowl. When you just put a woman there because she happens to not have gonads, um, that's fucking ridiculous. Well, that's my problem. I have an issue. With. I have a problem. If she with, earned it. Awesome. Didn't I have it. a problem, and it's it's with p- two particular sports, football and baseball. When we have female coaches, not because they're female, it's because have you played the game to lecture an elite? talented guy and in any of these sports the top the last guy the the worst player in major league baseball in any other league he's an mvp candidate in any japan latin america you know football where we are pretty much the only ones who play it right it's like do what is what are you drawing from i agree you don't have to have been a great player like belichick you can be an amazing coach but Again, to be a coach, an offensive coordinator, a defensive coordinator, a head coach, or any of that in the NFL, that game is so complicated and takes so long to understand and learn that if you are a woman and you've earned that position, and I think there is one woman on, I can't remember what the team is, and I guess she's really good. If she's good, I don't give a fuck. As long, That's look, my at the end of the day, are you winning? If you're winning with that person? I don't care, and I don't think anybody else does. I don't care what they look like, and I don't care. I don't care. At, at the end of the all. day, though, make sure they're they're there. Make sure they are there because they've earned it, and they're the best for the job. That's what I always say about any of the stuff. If you if you've got this diversity and inclusion thing at the expense of everything else, it's bad for everyone because the minute the minute you you come in and you're like, oh, that person is a that, that there's an indigenous person or whatever, and they're my surgeon. You're gonna be like, are, is, is that indigenous person there because this hospital yeah. has this Nazi-like yeah. inclusion policy? Yeah. Or are they the best for the job because they're cutting into me? Yeah. Those are important considerations, and and you know who else feels that way? Indigenous people. No, no, no. <laughs> Everybody no, 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 feels for that sure. Way. We want the best person. That's we, my problem with that female kicker in in Vanderbilt. It's like if you tell me that she's the best kicker on campus, I have zero problems with that. But anything less than that is disrespectful to all those guys on that team that have four years to play and try to win a championship. I agree. I totally agree. And with what that. you're doing is you're 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 throwing out all those guys who this is their magic time. How's she doing? How's that Vanderbilt kicker doing? Oh, the season's over. And no, she, how did she didn't do, do well. Oh, okay, then. Nobody is, but dude, I'm telling you, the NFL got better watch itself, man. And I really do believe this is my belief: a ton of sponsorship pulled themselves out of the NFL of of uh, um, sponsoring the Super Bowl. And I think it's why because they knew this was going to be nothing but social justice warrior shit, and people were going to be like. Fuck that. In particular, the people that are being told that they re- they resemble the people that made America awful. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I mean, I agree with that. I, I think, you know, that, look, the dollar speaks and and, you know, you can do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, what I love about sports is the playing field is equal. 
that the sports have done more to push racial equality than I would argue anything else in this country. Um, and I'm not saying that government policies haven't had a play, but for the most part, to change the hearts and minds of prejudiced people, when you see the great players like Pele, Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, uh, Magic Johnson, uh, the list, Arthur Ashe, those, those people who happen Brian to have been Brian Callen of Dance. Brian Callen of Dance. The people who happen to have been a different color see than this the guy majority dance? of America and they can exhibit that kind of character, intelligence, and competitive spirit, blah, blah, blah. That Brian, do you have to shave to your bra- back? No. Not at all? Do you? Yeah. Oh, you do? You I'm Armenian. Got a hairy back. I Like, dude, I people take pictures of me. If I walk through the woods, people be like, I think I saw Bigfoot. That's like how furry I that, could That get. was my joke when my dad would take his shirt off. And my mother would always wear like a long dress and a fucking hat and a veil at the beach because she was afraid of the sun. And my dad would take his fucking shirt off. And he's got, he. you think you're hairy. That guy makes you look like a, like a, like a Filipino swimmer. And my dad fucking, my dad takes it up. And I swear to God, people would be like, why does that beekeeper not have that bear on a leash? <laughs> that dude, my joke was he could walk up to a beehive and naked. All you have to do is cover his nose and just start eating honey because <laughs> you're not penetrating that fucking pelt. I uh, dude, it's just like, I think the only thing is back hair is just weird. Dude. He had back hair on he his shoulders. You gotta get rid of it. Dude. On his back, his shoulders. Andre Orlovsky, remember the UFC fighter? Oh, that dude used to be. He had he had covered in hair, and then he metrosexualed out. He was covered in hair, and he was huge, and I think it looked awesome. He was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just a hairy beast." Do you think a guy if he has back hair, like women, women are starting to push like they shouldn't shave their armpits? Teach their own. I don't like hair. I don't like hair on women, to be honest with you. And I don't, I'm you don't not like crazy a big about bush. hair. No. And I'm not crazy about hair on men. Like if I see a dude who's a fighter and he's got a big hairy back and he's, I just, I'm always like, God, have How about some, male pair and have baldness? some consideration. I don't like my pro athletes with male pair and baldness. If yeah. you're going bald, shave it. Well, yeah, that was like, uh, who the fuck was it? Um, Jordan started that. Yeah. And also, uh, who was the pitcher? Who was a great pitcher who, who was, uh, who, who was bald because he started losing his hair? Fuck. Um, played basketball to a hell of a phenomenal, phenomenal. Never got injured. Played more games than anybody else. Um, he was the Iron Man. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I prefer. Oh, you mean Carl Ripken? Yes, Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken. Thank you. He wasn't a pitcher. Cal Ripken? No, he was like a shortstop. N- no, I think I'm thinking of or third base. Wait, see who Cal Ripken? See Anthony, get on this. Uh, was Cal Ripken a pitcher? Who was the pitcher? Um, uh, Nolan Ryan, Nolan Ryan. That's what I'm thinking about. And I think Nolan. Hold on, look up Cal Ripken. Yeah, he was he was a pitcher, wasn't he? No, he was a he was like a third baseman. Stud. Do you ever hear you want to hear the conspiracy Silver about Fox. him? So he's six hit- four. What, what was he? Wait, what was his position? Uh, I'm thinking of Nolan Ryan, who's the pitcher. I'm sorry. So Cal Ripken played. played he you want to hear the story about Cal Ripken? He's known as Iron Man. He played. He never missed the game. Yes. Well, the the conspiracy is, brother, that one day he found out that Kevin Costner was banging his wife. What? Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck that noise!" He calls up the Orioles, like, "I ain't playing today." They're like, "Put the string." He's like, "Fuck that! Fuck that guy who dances with wolves, man! Fuck it, hangs up, right?" Dude, suddenly, amazingly. There was an, a power outage at, at the Orioles stadium. They couldn't play the game that day. Well, if Cal Ripken can't play because he's pissed off, you shut the stadium down. It's unbelievable. What position? 
Says he played shortstop and third base. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was thinking about Nolan Ryan. But Cal Ripken went bald and he shaved his head. What about Nolan Ryan? Was Nolan Ryan bald? I'm such an idiot. I'm going to get so roasted by sports fans for this. It's been so long. Is he bald? Here he is. Uh... He's Nolan no, Ryan. he's not bald. Dude, that guy was that guy was like pitching till he's like forty something. Handsome dudes punching people in the face. Yeah, all all these fucking all these baseball players are handsome dudes, man. Yeah, I mean, dude, they're probably the best looking white athletes. Correct, correct, and and so much bigger than you think. Tall, six four, six six. It's not uncommon. Imagine playing pro baseball in San Diego. I mean, the Dodgers are winning everything. I'm a Dodgers fan. I'm fine. Yeah. But you're you're getting paid yeah. to hit a ball yeah. in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. You, your, your nightlife is going to be, your nightlife schedule, your nightlife dance card is going to be full. If, if Nevada came and annexed San Diego, and it be, I would move down there right now, yeah. dude. I would it, move down to San Diego right now. Correct. I wouldn't even wait to the end of the show. Correct. I would fucking just drive. Correct. I would fucking drive. I'd, I'd fucking drive. Hey, so uh, have you seen the movie the, uh, the Little Things? No. Okay. Have you seen this movie? Haven't. I heard about them. It's like bring it up on the screen when when we're talking about this stuff. Listen, man. It it's like it's like someone got all the ingredients to the, a movie that are right, and they just don't know how to cook. It's like, you know what that movie <laughs> says to me. Wait, why? What's it about? Everything in this movie should have crushed. Yeah. It's everything. It's about what? Well, first of all, you have Denzel Washington. Yes. Right there, it's almost impossible to fail. Jared Leto. Yeah? And was this what's the premise uh what's the premise? There is a serial killer of chicks. Okay. Okay? And dude, Denzel's doing Denzel. Then they got the guy from I Am Robot, Rami Malek. And he's a good actor. Yep. Right? Yep. And then they got Jared Leno. Jared Leto. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, okay, you got all the pieces. Yep. And by the way, apparently, man, uh, if you're really good looking and you play ugly, that's considered acting, by that's, the way. That's exactly right. right. You're that's like, exactly look right. how unfuckable I am. That's correct. Right? Yep. That's called acting. Now, yep. that's a great, that's so funny you say that. Why? Because Margot Robbie does that a lot and she's a very good actress. But well, wait, the, who's this guy? Who do you think that is? That's Mexican Jared Leto. Oh, that's Jared Leto. Yeah. He's good. He played that fucking K-Rock thing I was at. Gay Jesus, dude. Damn. But it wasn't a good movie? Dude, it's just like, it's like you keep going, okay, sun's coming, sun's coming, and then they're just like, man, roll credits. You're like, what? It's like, this movie lets me know we should make a movie. That's what we should do. We should write a movie. Is there any Brian Callum fans that write? Write a movie. We'll make it. All right, we'll make it. We'll make yeah. it. Brian, you, we could do this. I have an idea. What? Is it my, you're a super cop, I'm a psychic that only uses my powers for strippers? Uh, that might be a good idea. It's got to be a comedy, right? Right. Um, and here's the only thing, Brian. You can turn You aren't allowed to wear a shirt at any time in this movie, no matter... What the scene is, you... Well, I want an excuse to get on steroids. I want to get an excuse to get on Deca Anabol so I can be huge. The problem is, if you're my age and you get on steroids, I look, I'm look. i going to look way too veiny. 
and and too red and my my everything will f- fill out with you know you gotta you're gonna get that aids blow yeah you well i don't know about that but i'm gonna get too fucking like too striated and it's not natural looking you want to do a steroid that gets you looking bulky but also muscular Dude, i i can't do it. i want i would love to hgh it or something like that but i don't trust I'll it i'll be fucking my my sex addiction will come back no it, it's it. but the problem with hgh is it, it promotes cell division so now like if you have a little tumor if you have a little tumor well it keeps you younger longer right it's human growth but if you have a tumor it can cause that tumor to grow it can be like, oh, here's some here's some human growth hormone for your tumor, and now you just swell should you up go and get you looked die. at before you do it? Um, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, then you gotta go. It's just you're playing with fire. To me, until they understand the body a, a little better, I'm always afraid to. Fuck yeah, but with my do you system. like want to be fucking like having the energy of a twenty year old? I love just keeping it simple. Like, yeah. there's no pressure. Like, how old are you? 30. 30, dude. You got pressure. Dude, you got to be cool. You got to be classy. You got to dress nice. You got to have hip clothes. You, you know, you yeah. got, you, you walk in a room, girls are checking out. I got none of that. What would you I, do if you were, if you were, if you could say something to your 30 year old self? Stick a fork in me, dude. But, I look forward to sleeping. But right now, could you, what would you say to your, your 30 year old self? Well, what's the one piece of advice you'd give yourself? Let it go, let it go, let it go. Let it go, let it go. Yeah, dude, let it go. Like, what dude, does that that's, mean, from Sam? That's so general. What I, what it means is, like, you know, I live in resentments, dude. I like, you know, if left to my own desires, I would believe that everybody is conspiring against me because I'm the greatest to ever do it. And yeah. they, they just want to hold me back. And little do I know, I am the, I'm the cause of all my problems. So you don't believe in your own conspiracy theory about yourself? Yes. Okay. That is the one conspiracy progress. I don't believe. That's progress. And I like that. Right. But wait, but so what, what would be more specific? Cause if you walked up to yourself at 30 and said, let it go, let it go, let it go. You'd be like, let go. What go? Can you be more specific? Like I'm going to be you. Hey. Yeah. I'm, I'm 30. Yeah. I eat ass. Yeah. I like blow. Yeah. And I like meth. Yeah. Yeah. And I fucking want to do Hold comedy. Stop. I didn't do meth. Oh. I uh, did speed. I like meth speed. Is for fucking street people and fucking hillbilly rednecks. I eat sugar. I, I eat I like speed. Sugar. What is this? The, fuck the, the, the Brady Bugs. When it's time to change, you got to rearrange. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? That's right. Okay. So give me advice. I'm Sam Tripoli and I'm 30. What do you have to say to me? Listen, dude, here's what I got to say to you, man, is that, hey, you are your own unique style. Not everybody gets you. Stop dwelling on what you don't have. Focus on what you got and be thankful for it. Okay. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people, while you look up at all your friends who have passed you by, there's a lot of people staring at the back of your head wishing they were where you were. But I want more money, and I want my own house, and I think I deserve to be right with all these other fuckers because I'm just as talented. And if you don't believe me, come watch me at the comedy store. I fucking crush. Yeah. It's okay. Your time will come. Don't well, be I've been waiting, hurry, dog. Dude. 
I've been waiting, dog. Yeah, it's time, dude. Let me tell you something. You're not going to hit for another 13 years. Chill too the fuck long. Up. It's too fucking well, long, dude. dude. There's nothing you can do about it, man. Well, I got to wait till I have a child listen, bro, ninja and Listen, ghost. you're a god. You're here. You were sent down to learn the fucking meaning of the universe, and that is to help others. You're on your path. You're doing perfectly fine. Those will pass. They will stumble. You will rise like a you phoenix. You sound like you've been doing meth. 13 years longer than I have. Never did meth, dude, and still hadn't discovered meth for about another seven years. So, okay, you don't know anything about it. When that chick says, if you do this fucking speed with me, I'll suck your dick, tell her you don't want to do it. That's the advice I would tell you. When that chick goes, hey, dude, just do a little speed with me, and I'll suck your dick, Tell her no fucking thankful. That's hard. Though. Thank you. That's so hard, dude. I <laughs> that is so hard. hard. You got a sex I'm, addiction. I'm 54. Pull out of everybody. To be a 30 year old. That's Sam, all I got to say. And I just got Pull turned out. on. Pull out. That's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Dude, I mean, what would what advice would you give yourself? How how would you what would you say to your addicted self at 30? Like how do how, well, dude, my, my whole point is this is uh, what I would say to him is like, just know you're prolonging this because you oh. are focused on pleasure and not on the ta- task at hand. Yeah. You're chasing a sensation. You, you are making yourself mediocre. What you're trying to do is already hard enough by being like as real as you possibly can and no filter. And that's nobody likes that. And they won't like it for a little while until probably about 2018. And then everybody will start. Then authenticity will become the currency. Okay. So here's my question. Here's the thing that I always find You, you, when we are young and we're addicted or we're choosing bad relationships or we're making bad choices, I did plenty of that too. Right. And, and, but the question really becomes that's happening because of how you see yourself and because of the wreckage of your past or, or just how you were brought up. Right. Yeah. And all the, all the sort of uh, chaos of your childhood that is now manifesting self in unhealthy ways or in sporadically weird ways, whatever it might be. So, the question is, you you have two paths there. One is they'll say you gotta you gotta you gotta fucking you gotta start loving yourself, or you gotta like come to terms with your wounds, and you gotta go to therapy. The problem with therapy is therapy, like they're talking about, could take you twenty years. And I know people who've been in therapy for twenty years, most people, and they still are just as fucked up for real as they were then. And they they may know more about why they behave the way they yeah, do, but yeah. it doesn't do anything to actually help yeah, them change. Yeah, so yeah. then so then what is the alternative to that? I think the alternative might be it, it, since I don't really think therapy is necessarily changing, okay, I want to hear, but I because because I think the alternative might be get really get honest with who you'd rather be, who you'd rather be, what you want your life to feel like, what you're willing to struggle for, what you actually willing to struggle for to get good at, and then and then, um, just do that every day, and that might be the only way out because to get good at something. You have to face up to all of the shortcomings that you have anyway, because they're going to get in the way, right? Well, you know, here's a big thing, Brian. A couple things I learned in recovery. Like, so when we started doing, we all started podcasting. We were all kind of in this clump of, we were all getting kind of same numbers. And then everybody around me just exploded and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't get a little bit. And it really ate me up, man. It really ate me up. And I, no matter what I did, I would kill on stage. But 
I couldn't get I, the industry hated me. I couldn't get on on anything when I when somehow one of my friends would get some and they would force me on the show. I would crush and it just never mattered. So I got really I really got eaten up on it and it, like it really it really fucked me up, man. And until I started learning something, which was don't don't. Don't judge your insides by other somebody somebody's by outside. Comparison. By comparison. Yeah, don't compare don't your compare insides yeah. to somebody else's 100%. outside because you don't know what's going on. And there's some people I've seen out there that I knew I would look in their eyes and they would have chaos. And I'm like, okay, some of us are chaotic out here. Some of us are chaotic in here. That's right. And you have to go through it. Um, the biggest thing for me, Brian, that's really helped me is contrary action. Like, it's like, if you know certain things trigger you, if you know certain things, um, certain going certain places, doing certain things triggers you to just be self-destructive, you have to train yourself not to do it. Uh, getting spiritual, understanding there's something bigger. That's really fucking helped How'd me. you find that? Um, like, like what was the, what was the moment where you actually, like you actually believed that spirituality it's or, been it, it, it's only been like a couple of years so, so i had I, I was wandering the, the 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 earth trying to figure it out and it was like nothing conventional was clicking with me and then i started studying buddhism and ancient knowledge and i started seeing similar th themes uh talked about by by civilizations that never met and they were all saying the same thing and that this is a very special place we live in. This is a realm. Nobody wants to believe that. And we control our realm and we control our, it is the law of attraction and all that stuff. And that it is way more interesting than anybody wants you to know. And that kind of, kind of started me down this path, man. And then having children was like a real, like, change for me man you know mm. when, when comedy chaos hit i was still going out and doing fucking making bad decisions but it, like there comes this time where i see in people's faces where it's like like when you're in hollywood and you're trying to make just something happen it's like drowning right and you're just like oh, and you just try and keep your no you're just trying to keep above this water and then all of a sudden you kind of get a piece right mm-hmm and just for some, now you're able to void mm -hmm. above and you're like, maybe you're still in the water, but you're not. And yes. you see it in people's eyes all the time when they kind of get to a place where they're happy. Yeah, but I'm the problem with that with me is that I, I had a really hard time being in that place of happy, like of stability, because nothing in my life was ever stable. So like I was so, I, I came up in a little bit of chaos and I, and I, I only knew chaos. So if if shit was um, going well or it was about to go well, I would find a way to, I don't know, renovate my house and have to live in the garage. Or, you know, I'd, I'd be like, I think I'm going to date the girl with the track marks and the tattoo on her face, you know? And my friends, like my friends who knew me would be like, dude, you dating another crazy, bringing another broken and crazy person. And I would, so, so there was a lot of that, that I would do that. What looking back on it was just self-destructive. I've low self-esteem. Me too. So in high school, I had a girlfriend for about a, a, a weekend because funny, funny, wasn't attractive in high school. Yeah. I had a literally a friend of mine come up to me and go, if I didn't know, who you were, I would think you were retarded, you know, and, and it's just the truth. But yeah. then when I went to college, 
Like the day I got on campus. People loved you. They were it like, was insane. I mean, I used to just walk to school and girl, like class, like from yeah. my dorm to class, see a girl literally walk by and within two seconds, we're back at the dorm boning. Like it was on, like chaos. That must have been crazy for you. Dude, I mean like. Did you always, were you always into drugs when you were younger? Like, no. When did that happen? I, well, I always had a bad relate. Listen, I always had a bad relationship with alcohol, but I really, I really found fucking myself in drugs. Really? I hated alcohol. I was the worst drunk. Yeah. But man, something about Coke, like, was just like, I'm, I'm here, dude. Yeah. And I, I wasn't afraid to talk to people. I wasn't getting angry at people. How much would you do? How, how much? Dude, could if you, you knew do? how little drugs I actually did for the reputation that I have, right. you would laugh. You didn't have, you didn't go crazy. Never. Yeah. I would never. I would like show up at the club. Like, listen, dude, as much as everybody hates that dark time at the comedy store, I would tell you it was the most fun for a couple reasons. It was the purest comedy will ever be in the history of comedy. I agree with you. I agree with you. 100%. And then it was a great well, I knew sex you, and drug you, dead. I, but I've known you for so long and I never once and I, I, I mean, I've never once thought, oh, Sam's doing blow. I yeah, never I saw that at the. I never saw that at the comedy store. I never saw a set where you were like, where I was like, "Oh, Sam's no, wired." No, no, ever in my it life. was it was like little lines here and there, but it was a, a, it was like multiple nights doing that. But it wasn't like getting eight ball. I couldn't tell you how much an eight ball cost. Right. If you saw the amount of speed I did, it's literally laughable. Very little. Like I got, I got laughed at. I got I bought drugs off a hooker one time, and the cop laughed at how much I paid and what I gotten. And him and the fucking chick who just rolled me were both laughing because I gotten rolled. So you guys both got arrested. Yeah, and, and they were just like laughing and like, thank God I did this Armenian charity and my fucking. My lawyer was Garagos, and he did me a solid because I'd raised like two hundred grand for this charity over the years. And you would have been in trouble though, otherwise. Oh, I would have been fucked. But the guy who arrested me was a scumbag too. <laughs> and like the police union was like, "We're not pushing this." And the judge was like, "What?" They're like, "Yeah, we're dropping this case." They're like, "Why?" It's like we don't. He was literally like, "None your business." You know what I'm saying? Like because the guy was shady as fuck. Wow. And like you need a lawyer, you need a lawyer to, know to tell you to go. We want this cop's records, and the union showed up, going, "Not today, not really? today." S fuck, that's a. It's so good to have a good defense. But I couldn't afford them if I hadn't done no. like a decade and a half of charity work. And Those like guys that's are not against Garagos. What? They're a thousand dollars an hour, dude. They're so fucking much. I mean, you know, and he, dude. I mean that dude. This guy's like represent Scott Peterson. Me buying drugs off a fucking hooker is like a walk in the park. I him. could never represent. Um, I could never represent a guilty person like that. Like I could never represent a bad person like Scott Peterson. You no, know I, I mean? like, I, well, you so know, their their whole notion is that everyone deserves their day in trial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I if I thought somebody had hurt a child or was just a straight up sociopath i, I don't yeah know. but you know so well, that's why you don't get in that's why you're not a lawyer that's right right you're that's, that's why right. you're you're you do dance that's why i'm a dancer and a fucking podcaster and a fucking clean eater yeah i'm into venison now i get that i don't maui. even know what is venison there's a company called <laughs> there's a company called maui what is it i'm gonna tell you there's a company called maui nui n-u-i maui nui and uh they they have Dag deer. It's it's axis deer from Hawaii. So venison is deer meat. Venison is deer meat. 
forest cow and uh forest cow yeah and so that's what i'm into dude i'm into lean i'm into lean fucking game meat because i take the spirit of the animal into my body is it the guy did you tell me this the guy from hall notes hates deer he hates know. it well he's like of, kill them all a lot of people hate venison because they don't like the way it tastes but why is it called the venison? Reason, my mother was like i don't sounds like, like something deer. from marvel comics doesn't it my mother oh, don't my invite mother the in, venison my mother in connecticut don't come and kill me. us all yeah Ven- they'll hoof you to death but my mother in connecticut when i was in um college asked me to get a crossbow or a bow and arrow and to kill the deer she goes can you sit out on the porch my mother's so hilarious she goes and when you see a deer can you kill it yeah and i go i go well i don't have a bow and arrow she goes i'm sure one of your friends does get a bow and arrow and i go um i don't know how to shoot a bow and arrow though and she goes well you're all into this karate and all this stuff how do you not know how to shoot a bow and arrow so out of touch and i said why do you want me to kill deer in the backyard which was illegal and she said because they're eating my tulip bulbs and it's driving me crazy and they don't respect any kind of offense I put up, so they need to die. I should call her right now. Watch this. Let's call her. Let's call her. Uh, dude, uh, so you like hunting deer now? I, I've always hunted deer, dude. I'm a, I'm a stud. You don't feel bad? No, no. Do you I, do I the, do no, you no, do no, the they, avatar they, thing? You're like, thank you for sacrificing yes, your soul. I do do that. I what do, do you the, do? Can you pr- show me? I, what do you I, say? I was with my friend who said a Native American prayer after you he go? killed hey, me. Uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, no, you racist. What? It was, a, it was a Native American prayer. And, and he What'd said- What'd you yell? Pike out! Like no, they do at their casino? No, no. He was thanking the deer for, for giving it, giving us life. And I always feel profoundly uncomfortable taking an animal's life, but I eat the fuck out of that deer. That deer, the only thing left on that deer when I'm done with it is the head and the spinal cord. I eat the fuck out of it who is the comic fuck what's dan's last name he's like he's like when i kill kill a polar bear okay i want to hear it when i kill hey um do you remember in connecticut i'm telling my friend the story in connecticut when you wanted me to kill the deer with a bow and arrow (laughs) well so marnie was was had a lasso out she was gonna catch it that way um and i'm yeah you were but we didn't have enough property you need five i think you need five acres to use a bow and arrow i know but you asked me to kill the deer i think why tell her why because they were eating their tulip bulbs right oh yeah i was i was definitely on the warpath they ate 200 tulips and they ate all my roses damn bastards and you wanted sumarni who is a five foot tall Indonesian woman to lasso the deer? No, she had she had the lasso out. She was waiting for them to step into it. She knew how to trap animals. <laughs> she knew how to do everything. Well, and, there's uh, yeah, I can just see her trying to catch a deer with a lasso. What would happen if she lassoed no, she, it? She had it all figured out, and then she was gonna uh, kill it and, and cook it. I mean, she 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 grew up on a farm. How was she gonna kill the deer? 
With a knife, cut its throat. Hello. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she she didn't think of it. I, I said, "Well, we'll have a ten thousand dollar fine." <laughs> she was, she even went out one time. I mean, I had no, no green vegetables. She went out in the woods and she picked something. I said, "That isn't anything humans eat. I've never seen it before." And she said, "No, no, I can tell. It's good to eat." <laughs> and and we ate it from then on. It was sort of like a very mild spinach. <laughs> Going into the woods. Well, well, I would say that Sermani has never actually caught a, a real live white tail or mule deer because she has no idea how strong they are with a lasso and cut its throat. That's a whole different thing. She was every bit of five. What Joe tall. Diaz called immigrant mentality. Yeah, right. well she was very smart. <laughs> yeah, she you was. Remember, remember that Christmas tree that you you and Daddy and Dave uh Roland uh put the lights on that was about a 12 foot tree yeah and then it didn't work and you didn't have any idea of why and she went out there and looked at it for about a minute and a half and said oh i know what the problem is she unplugged and replugged and voila the whole tree lit up yeah so, she was very smart and she was me, very me and my smart. father are not the most handy people on the planet <laughs> we're the worst people all right well listen good i just want to get that story i'll call you later thanks okay bye, bye. is she amazing your that's mom's my, great. That's my 80-year-old mother. That's great. <laughs> Just so people think I'm not making these stories up, that's that's um, that's what happens. So Dave, I forget Dave's last name, Dan's last name, but he's like he's like when I hunt an animal, I you I I I use the Native American tradition, <clears throat> like the jaw <clears throat> I use as a uh, uh, I use to make a weapon. And the rest of the body I used to have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Dave, I forget the, what Dan's last name is. Fuck! It's such so a good funny. punchline. But he's so I used the jaw as a weapon, and the rest of the body I used to have sex with. <laughs> Why is that I, so stupid? I didn't, dude, as soon as I, if I find out, we'll put it in. As soon as I find out, uh, remember. Do you know that life. the Inuit used to kill, look this up, please, but I believe the Inuit used to kill polar bears. They, you know how they killed them? Oh. They would um, they would kill them with when kindness? they were sleeping. <laughs> they would just They'd kill them with kindness. <laughs> Think about how big a polar bear is. Yeah, they, they would kill them with uh, a spear, and they would stab them when they were sleeping. For thousands of years, Inuit hunters have stalked polar bears across the Arctic, killing animals they never uh, they they revere to keep themselves in their culture. And they they eat the meat, and they also wear the fur, of course. Um, but how do they do this? So, hey, Brian, I don't know if I told this joke before, but in Alaska, they've actually discovered that the black bear is ma is mating with the polar bear. Yeah. And I go, that totally makes sense that the black bear is shagging the biggest, fattest white bear. <laughs> God damn it. Wait, <laughs> how, how do we, it's a very good joke, but I want to know how the fuck they do it, though. They Hunting them involves scanning a wide expanse of ice for bears or their tracks, then working in teams to trip them on the trap them on the ice between the open water and the shore. And then what? And then what? I want to know the technique. Why? Why? Because I may because I may be in fucking because I may be in fucking the Arctic, bro. And I may have to eat a bear because I'm because I'm starving. Scenario. What is this? Another episode know. of you and Joe hunting? Is that the next one? Listen, dude, maybe. I would never kill a polar bear unless I was starving. And you know what part of the polar bear 
If you eat, you'll die. What? The liver. By the way, can we just talk about how like animal attacks are going up? Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that every kid's cartoon is talking to animals and these kids are growing up retards? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, let me talk to this friendly cobra. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Cobra. Hey, Mr. Cobra. Yeah, I, I agree. I wonder. I wonder. But wait, thousands of years. I want to know how they do it. How do you kill a polar bear? I guess you. Well, how can you see that, by the way? Spears, probably. Isn't that crazy that I can read that from here? You can't, right? What do you got, Hawkeyes? Yeah, I kind of do. I kind of do. You the rest of you are decaying. You your can't eyes read that even with your with glasses on. I couldn't tell you what that said. I can read them with the glasses. I can read. On, I can read it. But all. my fucking lenses are really dirty. Make it wait. Make it small. I want to see how how much I can read. Like go. Uh, no, I can no. read that. What? Watch this. Read. Okay. For us to justify a level like that, we need to put a lot of emphasis on research. And how far would you say is that sustainable. is? How far? I have sick eyes. I don't. I mean, I've never like I don't have context or anything. At yeah. fifty-four, I can read that. Most people could never read that. My dad had the best eyes the Marine Corps had ever seen. So. I, I have I inherited his eyes. More fun facts with Brian Kelly. Yeah, I had 25 vision when I was in my 20s. 25. I had the best eyes. The doctor said I've never seen eyes like yours. I'm serious. I could read. And now I still don't need glasses when I read, which is crazy. And uh, I, I guess I'm just never going to get old. Yeah, you seem to be like you have the highest testosterone of all time. I'm, I'm you a have stud. great eyes. Yeah. Does your dick have, turn just a little bit? That's what I hear the ladies like, just a tiny bit. No, but I've I've had I've never had a problem getting him getting him where he needs oh, to Oh, you don't you don't you don't have to blue chew it at all? Ne never. Never ever. Never. Never. I, I you never get rock hard, you wake up with rock hard bones. No, no problem. Yeah. Have you ever woken up and your girlfriend's making love to you while you were sleeping? A long time ago I had that happen. Yeah. I, I don't that. like I don't like like last night I was on the couch, I fell asleep on the couch and my girl she fucking woke me up by just she pushed me with her foot. She was standing over me and she kicked me. And I woke up and I went, Did you just kick me? She goes, I was just nudging you. And I go, well, don't do that. I felt that in my sleep and it sucked. And what, what happened in your sleep? What were you dreaming of? Who were you making love to and fighting at the same time? I have vivid dreams, but I don't remember what I was doing. I can't remember half the time. Uh, I had a, I, sometimes I'll have weird I've been getting. I've been kind of getting dangerous on Twitter. I just like to. Really? Yeah, I like to talk shit. What do you talk about? A lot of stuff like the Super Bowl about the fact that I... I I'm darker than half the people complain about racism in these commercials. <laughs> I just, I'm, 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 I'm over it. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm over it. I what agree. else you want to talk about? I don't want to go into uncomfortable things. It's not uncomfortable. Because you seem cold. It's and not weird. uncomfortable at all, dude. It's like, I, I just, I, I feel like, I feel again, like the media and certain groups are, are, you? are making money off of, of saying shit's way worse than it actually is. Are you and comfortable all the rest of us like, I don't see that. About to let me comment on Marilyn Manson, or do you not want Please. me to? Okay, so did you guys see the tweet? And this is the problem with the whole thing. So, so someone put out that Lana Del Rey wanted everybody to know that Marilyn Manson had body shamed her by calling her Lana L Lasagna Del Rey, right? And that was a real tweet. That was not meant to be a comedy. That was someone really putting out what a meanie fucking Marilyn no. Manson was by is, calling Lana Del Rey who is, Lasagna who is Del, Lana Del Rey. Del Rey, bring her up. 
She's a singer. She's like this rich kid that became this huge singer. She's credited with like the worst performance ever on Saturday Night Live, and she's rebounded. But yeah, apparently Marilyn Manson called her Lasagna Del Rey. She's pretty as fuck. Yeah, she's hot. What's her problem? What does that mean? Well, she's getting in on this whole thing. Oh, boy. So so everyone's going nuts and, and right now on Marilyn Manson. And, like, I don't have a dog in the race. Uh, I, I You know, one girl put out, they put her against a wall with a bat. And, like, obviously that's wrong. I think uh, abusive relationships are disgusting and mean. And, um, you know, I just, I just, don't, but here's the, pr- here's the problem with a lot of this, dude. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. Here's the problem. This is Sam speaking is that you're asking us to go. Marilyn Manson's a bad guy, right? Well, Marilyn Manson has peed on his audience and in Salt Lake ripped a Bible and a Mormon Bible in front of the Mormon people. My point is like, duh. Yeah. That's my point. And, and I also want to get into something. It's like, listen, if you're into BDSM, right? Yeah. And I, what are the chances of Marilyn Manson being into BDSM? Would you High. say? Oh, like, would it be like around like, what? Would like, you say like not not more than a hundred percent? Yeah. Okay. Not more than hundred percent. Right. So yeah. it's easy to flip that shit real quick. Yeah. My, my question is, why did? Here's the thing. When I see an actress like Evan Rachel Wood say she makes this allegation, right? Right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what motivated it to come out now and why she did this now and how, why she did it that way. But then when 11 other women come out and say like that, he was kind of abusive. If it's 11 women like that and they were in relationships with yeah, them, but there's what, something going on. Right. No, 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 no. Like I have and to be, I'm not saying, listen, here's my whole thing with this is Marilyn. My point is like, are you surprised Marilyn Manson's abusive? Um, I don't know enough about him. I, I know that Rose McGowan said that he wasn't that way with her, right? Okay. And then, and then, and she's been one of the and louder then people. His other wife said that he didn't really do that either. Yeah. But my point, and now there's this whole thing of this art, this stuff coming out. I'm not here to, I'm not defending Marilyn Manson. I'm not, I'm just saying if this guy seems to be a dude who based on what I've known about him since the 90s he's a he's, fucking whack job. He's into weird shit. Right. Yeah. Right, right. So yeah. it's like it's not surprising That's my point. That he's like, he's he's into weird shit. shit. And yeah. like if you tell me he's in the BDSM which is locking girls up and fucking all that choking and all that yeah. shit like yeah. That's not surprising. Yeah. Yeah. And and not surprising that some women who are into that would would seek that out. Yes. Right? Yeah. One hundred percent. Why though? Why though? Are they? The thing is, why are they coming after him now? And why so many? So, anyways, this article, this video comes. I mean, uh, these things coming out that one of the girls accused him basically was like saying it was consensual. Yeah. So right. So the question is like, why are you changing are the rules here? ten years later? So I, I don't have any. I have no problems with people lighting up Marilyn Manson. I, I can't defend him the way I've defended friends because I don't know this guy personally. Right. But you know things I've heard about Ev, Evan Rachel, whatever her name is, she's an interesting person too. Like, yeah. and I'm sorry, but after like my friend Brian Callen, uh, uh, Chris Hardwick fucking Aziz Azari, who I do not like, have come out and w- 
Isn't what we were told? Like, the fact that Johnny Depp got his dick kicked in by everybody and Amber Heard is still working when everything came out as a lie. Yeah. You have to, like, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, we have to listen to people, but we have to be cautious. Yeah, and we're not cautious. Everybody piles on, and that's for sure. That's for sure. And that's, a, you know, I, your, person, your, your appearance with Candace Owens, she said it right. There's a history of this. Yeah. Well, the question is, I don't think it serves anybody. It you know? doesn't. I, I, I don't know about this particular case. It, it does seem that he was. I'm. I'm. When when that many women you dated came out and said that you did some rough stuff. What are I'm they always saying like, though? That he's an asshole, and I would tell you that I would think he's an asshole. My question is, is well, no, like, they said he was Brian, mentally Brian, Brian, mentally Brian, abusive. Let me just say this: I'm not saying what he's doing is fine. I have been abused in relationships. I understand the powerlessness of it. Okay, I totally understand that. Okay, I do. Right. But if I, let's say I walk through, I walk through Central Park with a fistful of $100 bills. At two in the morning. At two in the morning. Yeah. Is there a chance I'm going to get mugged? Yeah. But by law, do I have the right, I should in an idealistic world, be able to walk through Central Park with my fistful of $100 bills? Yes. Right. Yes. I think what you're saying is that People who got involved with Marilyn Manson had to have known he was a fucking... Dude, the guy cooler. pisses on his crowd and rips Bibles in front of the holy books of people he's I, I didn't entertaining. Know that. Well, what I will say, though, is this. I think what's a lot of women... Is when, what's shocking is when fucking Ozzy Osbourne's a good guy. What they, yeah. Like yeah. Doug Stanhope yeah. is the nicest guy yes. in the fucking world. Yes. That, to some people, would be shocking. Yeah. No, no but the, the thing about Marilyn Manson, I think some of these women were drawn to his artistry his genius uh, and all that, right? So he's a fascinating, you know, sexy guy because he's kind of brilliant, right? Right. And then, and then when you get into a relationship with him and you're younger and he's this all-powerful guy and he's tying you up and mentally abusing you and fucking with you and, and, and gets into this whole ownership thing, I don't know if this is the case, but I can understand where you, as a girl, you're like, I was 19, totally starstruck, and now I'm... And the next thing I know, I'm being treated like I'm being locked in a closet. And I'm like, I guess this is okay. Nobody's that, that, saying that Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I don't know, Here's though. what I'm saying, Brian. Yeah. And it's very I haven't specific. read all the allegations. And anybody wants some, come get some, okay? My point is that Marilyn Manson is a, by all accounts, not a good guy. But by all accounts, he comes off as not a good guy. <laughs> yeah, you're I mean, there's nothing. You're about not Marilyn surprised. Manson. You're not Marilyn surprised. Marilyn Manson says that he would be cuddly, <laughs> yeah. right? And this is what this is my point. It's like I've said this one thousand times. Stop thinking stable is boring. Stop thinking <laughs> fucking shitty is dangerous. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like we're we're really getting away from that, man. Yeah. It's like I am as a man, especially as a white guy. Any. Any result of my actions, I have to own 100%. Yes. Well, I think all of us do. No, it's not true at all. <laughs> it's not true at all, yeah. Brian. Yeah. We live in a society that there's certain people that are allowed to fucking do something and the next day say, oh, I didn't want to do that. And then I, it's I, a whole different that's fucking That's for thing. damn sure. Okay? So my point is this, dude. And my point is about Rachel Evan Woods, right? Like, 
Is she a perfect person? No. Why is she coming out with this? Why is what she? What is she saying about this? Yeah, what was that is about? Is there a history of her doing crazy shit? That's my whole thing. It's like, she put out the statement, a bunch of girls came out, one girl put out, one girl put out that he invited her back to do cocaine. If doing, offering girls coke is a fucking a felony, LA is a escape from New York. We're all criminals. Yeah, we're all criminals. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. and then he cut his fucking hand and wanted to do a blood oath. Yeah, like, mm. dude, what part of Marilyn Manson does it make you think that is part? Of, I Marilyn Manson, I would consider that call a Wednesday, right? Yes, that'd be a Wednesday. That would be a Wednesday in the in the Manson household. And listen, man, his name is Marilyn Manson. Man, no, it's not really. It's I like know, Chuck Johnson, no, Brian Warner, and he changed his name to yeah. Marilyn Manson. Yeah. yeah. Okay, listen to me, man. I am not sitting here saying and Marilyn Manson should be forgiven. He's a be dude. Someone should chin check that motherfucker, right? But the question is, like, to me, dude, lasagna Del Rey is why people don't take this serious. It's because fucking these white entertaining female entertainers privileged, are privileged. fucking trying to go get fucking credit they're trying for, to get they're trying to get they're trying to get a piece of the attention yes and yeah. what i'm saying is like real sexual assault it does gets the people who really go through it get a real disservice Correct. by people by people right. trying to act well, like it's been, it's been hijacked it's been monetized it's been weaponized and that's and, my whole and, thing and dude. that's a hundred percent and true. by the way more men in hollywood have been canceled for being meanies to girls than guys who have been busted so fucking and kids. So have CEOs, and so has anybody who is trying to make a business work, and so have directors. And and so you can no longer be, um, you can no longer, when you're working in the workplace, you can no longer be forceful about what you want, fire people because they're not doing their job. You can't do it anymore. You can't even, as a showrunner now, you better be careful about giving someone writing notes on the story, especially if they are in a group that happens to be marginalized, quote unquote, because now you're telling them how to write their own experience, and that is racist. We are getting to a point where we're making all this diversity, all this inclusion, all this victimhood is making everyday life and getting a job done almost impossible and guess what we're not gonna be able to compete with the countries that don't give a fuck about this about we're gonna feelings, get buried dude. we're gonna get and buried. dude let me tell you something the fact that the me too movement never called out amber heard on that the fact that everything that came out of her mouth about johnny depp was a lie did they prove all that what that amber heard was lying yeah about that? Hmm. nobody cares there's recordings of her blatantly lying she fucking got physical with him and nobody cares and nobody fucking and cares. johnny depp has been written out of the fucking picture right now yeah i'm not saying johnny depp's perfect either i'm not saying that at all yeah, but, but he's not like, a wife you're doing not, a real disservice he's not a wife beater win. the way the way the guardian is not a wife beater okay yeah. and when the me too movement's quiet on pedophilia if it, it's really hard not to see how this is fucking well the me too and movement he, is I different it's, 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 that's not their responsibility that's a different thing so, no, so you don't not. want to jump it's into not. but you don't want to jump into something that is not you know what i'm saying that no that becomes a that's weird not thing. true brian and what i really want to say is this and brian this is it applies to you and having a son okay yeah. if we continue listen if we continue to allow this narrative to happen, your world, and I, I someday I might have a boy, so this is why I fight really hard. 
we're allowing our uh, 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 the landscape and the situation, the environment to come where boys, our sons, are walking into colleges, jobs, nightclubs with two strikes against them. They can have their ruined lives. They're gonna have their lives ruined with no due process. What what the what what is going on with these activist journalists and all this whole movement? And these is blue check building, people we're building a world where due process doesn't apply. And it, I, I've said this many times. So if you're going to take due process out of it and you can ruin someone's life, you can ruin someone's life just by by essentially mounting a Twitter storm or just by an allegation, you better be very careful because no one actually, including anybody part of this, wants to live in that world because you will have a son, you will have a brother, or you are next. Everyone can be next and will be next in that kind of environment. And if you don't know that, you're an ignorant person. You're setting your who's never up, read, man. You've never read history, and you're an ignorant person, and you're the definition of an ideologue. And that that's where I that's what I worry about, and I think that's worth voicing. voicing and I have called out that. tons of people in this town when it wasn't popular, and so I just want people to know that that I get very nervous watching what is going on right now. So do I. And so do I. And I'm just telling you, some of you ladies are going to have children. Some of those children are going to be boys. And you are setting up an environment right now where they are walking in two strikes against them. No questions. And I, think, I don't think a lot of women disagree with you on that either. I know a lot of women that well, totally the vocal agree. ones with the blue check marks. Yeah, the childless. And a lot of times the childless one. The childish, when I watched what happened to Chris, childless. I was like, these people, I'm like, these people, I'm like, so that's what I do, dude. It's uh, like, uh, dude, you know, Marilyn Manson by all, uh, all fucking indicators needs a fucking serious chin check. Have okay? you seen him in concert ever? Uh, I think so. I can't remember. I never fo followed his music. I, 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 he had some great stuff in the early, yeah. but I remember, I remember when he went to Salt Lake and he ripped of a holy book in front of these people. And you know, I'm not where I am spiritually. I'm like, that is some hacky ass shit. And don't get me wrong. Christians, Muslims, anyone with ideologues, uh, they have their fucking warts too. I, I make no illusions of that, but the average person wants to just fucking worship whatever makes you a better person and treat human beings better. I, I support it, man. Yeah. But the going there is like just hacky ass attention grabbing bullshit. I just what I what bothers me is that people don't realize the foundations, the philosophy and the foundations they benefit from every single day. They don't really have they've never really investigated the kinds of the systems that have been put in place by people who lived way a long, long time ago that protect them every single day. It protects their ability to express themselves. It, exp it protects them that they're they're they, it gives them protection against somebody willy-nilly coming in, accusing you of something, putting you in jail for the rest of your life. And all those things were done throughout history. And the founding fathers did the best they could. It wasn't perfect, and they admitted that. They knew that that's why they had left room for amends, amendments, amendments in the Constitution. But the founding fathers said, look, at the end of the day, if you look at history, this is what happens. Let's come up with a way to keep power out of one group's hands and let's figure out a way to protect your right to free speech, your right to due process, your right to petition your government, all these rights, your, your right against to protect yourself against illegal or unnecessary search and seizure, all those things that we all take for granted, man. We all take these things for granted. And 
And when you start talking, when you start abusing that, when you start talking, you are an ignorant person to what protects you. And you're actively trying to take down the foundations that you and the people you love rely on to stay safe and to live their lives the best way they can. That's what I really resent. And, and it goes back to what I said about people who are preaching communism or socialism and they're doing it from their iPhone. Yeah, and, you know, and, and they it's never the, live there. It's the ultimate irony. Have you ever met anybody that lived in communism that fucking thinks lovingly my, my, of communism? My advantage is I have lived in socialist countries uh, and, I, and I grew up in socialist countries and I've also been to communist countries like the Soviet Union in 1985, like uh, communist China when I was four, in 1983. I remember these countries very, very well. I was 18 years old in 1985. And I remember I saw firsthand what a communist country looked like. And I spent a lot of time with Russian kids in Gorky Park who didn't speak English, but my friend was, was, an, was a Russian American who spoke fluent Russian. And I saw I saw the whole fucking thing and I never forgot it. I saw what communism really is and I saw what socialism really is. And I saw what I, I just grew up in these countries. I saw what what uh, countries that, you know, believed in top down planned economics is that they believed in in, in politburos and your inability to speak against your government and have representative government and make money off your own ingenuity. And what happens for people who don't know and have short memories, but since I lived through it and I saw it with my own eyes, people starve and people, people, the light in their eyes just goes out. And so you better be aware of what makes this country great. Because part of what makes this country great is the fact that you at least have the potential to change your circumstances. And, and, and you have the potential to do that. And, we're, and we are losing that. And if we keep losing that, it's going to be really fucking bad. It's why I fucking have a big problem with random, faceless, unaccountable bureaucrats who have the right to shut down your fucking business that you spent 20 years building. Unbelievable. And it goes away, and it goes away based on, on, on their interpretation of the data and the science without communicating to us what's really going on and i have a big fucking problem with that because when your business goes away like my buddy ryan he spent his fucking whole he's a he's a, he's a syrian he's, he's he's a syrian immigrant and he spent his whole fucking life building his company and that shit all went away and you know what he has the government goes here's an unemployment check i guess well thanks a lot motherfucker but you know so so the, the, these these are the things that really really keep me up at night. what about the fact that people are going nuts right now that tom brady walking into the fucking super bowl wasn't wearing a mask get the fuck and out now of there's it. this woman with get a blue check here. mark and a, no no offense to the blue check mark people but you know it's just like she's like wear double masks i'm like get fuck the, off who are you and what fuck, are you doing fuck you do you know what people are Who doing? Is that? Who is that? Who said that? I, I don't ask? know. I blocked her on Fuck Twitter. You. I block everybody with a blue check mark that I don't know personally. I know you got blue check mark. You're one of the wonderful people I know. I don't even know what that means. What but, does that mean? Because I'm verified? Yeah. Somebody did that for me. I don't know. I don't even know how to do that. Block, 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 block. They're mad because the mayor of Tampa's like, I can't believe people were out with no mask. They were in that. You, do you ever, where do you play? Side splitters or the improv? Improv, in? improv. Yeah. You know that street right there? That's yeah, like shady yeah. as shit. Yeah. It's uh, Ebor City. Yeah. Ebor, yeah, where yeah. they got that shoe licker guy, oh, that oh, yeah. like super feminine dude who will lick your shoes. You're like, okay, dude. <laughs> no, I don't know that guy. Yeah, he walks around and lick your shoes. What? Yeah, he's into that. There's a guy who just walks around and licks yeah, shoes. Yeah, dude, he's super fun. He's like, hi. <gasps> I'm like, what's up? Did he's I like, ever tell you? I love fetishes like shoes. Oh, I love that fetish. 
Dude, but they lick the bottom of your shoe, not your foot. There was a guy in New I York City. Two three hundred pound chicks lick my feet before, and that's really that's one of the multiple threesomes. I count that as. Oh, there's a guy in in New York City. He's no longer alive, but in 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 the East Village, he used to wrap himself in a carpet, and he'd be in the he'd be in the he'd literally be in the fucking uh, middle of the sidewalk, and he'd be naked, and he'd be jerking off, and he'd ask people to step on him. Especially girls and people would step on him and he'd be jerking off. How do you, but the question is, how do you get into that? Probably his, as a child, somebody wrapped him in a carpet and hurt him when he was, and but it somehow turned him on in a weird way. It's They've done a-, a lot of things where they find grown men who are straight, they're married, they love dated women all their life, but once in a while they go to like, like go to like a bus stop and suck a guy off. Are like, these gay guys well, you? That's what, no, that's what they, why, why is it straight real guy? uncomfortable. It's okay, dude. You want a walrus a couple dudes? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Why would my walrus? Dude, <laughs> listen, I but think no, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that they, they, they think it's because when they were younger, they got molested and it was at a time when they were developing sexually where it might have confused the fuck out of them because even though they were straight, it felt good. In a, it, it's a really controversial thing. It felt kind of good. So then their wires got crossed where they're straight. But once in a while, they remember this. They have this fetish. It, it creates a fetish in their brain. I don't know. Or another idea was like, why do people like, why do a lot of people like to get hurt when they're getting fucked? Sometimes like some people like, like say masochism, you know? And it was the idea was that they were jerking off at a certain time, or they were masturbating, and some they got hit with something, or they got hurt. And there are all these weird things that can happen in the when your brain is in a certain state where it it, it I guess locks in. And who the fuck knows? Well, know. you know, they say girls with super high pitched voices that's from the age they got molested at. And, is that uh, true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that from Dr. Drew, so it's got to be true. Maybe that makes so, sense. That well, makes I, sense. I mean, like, that guy's because you stopped He's developing. Shredded. He is. He He's the good. only guy that's older than you, but more shredded. I've asked you. him. I, t- I said, how the fuck do you look like this? He goes, I'm just doing keto and lifting weights. He's a stud. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. I really like him. Great guy. Um, we didn't touch on any conspiracies, but sometimes- We are talking on conspiracies. We yeah. did talk conspiracies. What did I have to say to you? I wanted to say to you that would change the way you look. Oh, so, you know, like one of the things uh, about- you know, also we give harken back to drugs and sex addiction. It's like the big thing is learn that you're, you're not a bad puppy or sick puppy. And like, mm-hmm. you don't ever want to believe this, but you know, they flipped everything. These elite, these super powerful elite people and what is up is really down. And one thing we always try to legislate out is our dark passenger, right? Like we're all into something weird. That's why they've used sex and being just kind of different in sex you know, as a way to kind of blackmail you, right? right? Like you like you obviously like the blow dudes at bus stops. Wait a minute, I didn't say that, bro. Okay, Aaron, I'm saying that's a possibility. It. If Angel the guy's, recorded, if so the listen. guy's got a beard and he's super dark, maybe. But yeah. other than that, I've got a very specific. But everybody's type. got something like that. Yeah. Everybody, even my mom has got something. Of course, like just. She like if you told her like what's a dildo, she'd probably say it's that little guy you try to find in the picture. Where's dildo, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that's like the purity of my mom. Yes. But we all have something. Yeah. But yeah. we've lo- we've demonized that. That's how you control people. So I say let everybody be outside of hurting children and hurting people, but yeah. particularly children. Because if we want to play that punching up and punching down game, there's no punching down more than children they are powerless of course right of course so uh, it's a unique evil 
It's like slavery and child child abuse are 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 two things that I'm an extremist about. Like I'm I'm not on the fence about those two things. Yeah, right? yeah, for like there's, sure. There's no there's no excuse you can make when you're kicking a baby in the face or or you or you own slaves. I, there's no excuse you can. Yeah. Be, well, they were unemployed. There's nothing you're going to say. For sure. Right. There's certain things that are they're uniquely evil. That so you can my just, whole like, thing is just it's it's that. Um, you know, for me, it's just like, let everybody, I don't care what people do sexually. I really don't, you, shouldn't. you know, and I, I, I think the demonization, the trans agenda that they talk about in conspiracies, if you think trans are in power positions to put themselves in these TV shows that you are so angry at, you don't know how anything works. And it's like my a theory on white people, Jews, trans, everything like they're put in places so everybody gets mad at them when there's layer way higher levels pulling these strings. And I know I said a word that makes you uncomfortable on the pulling show. Pulling strings? Yeah, pulling strings. Yeah. But me. that's my whole theory, dude. It's like there's this group at the top and they they don't it's rules for thee and not for me. And we all fight over this. Well, stuff. I'm gonna say this. The next podcast we do, I'm gonna hit you with a conspiracy theory. You got, dude, that's what you're supposed to do. I, I have, talk about that. I have a conspiracy theory and I'm going to break it down. Okay. And it has to do with the election and it has to do with what I think is voter really fraud? going on. It has more to do with, yes, with not Have you seen not the video that Pillow guy's putting out? Yeah, but not voter fraud. It's It's got more to do with with how the election was stolen was was stolen skewed stolen not stolen but skewed stolen. and i'm and Dude. i'm and i'm gonna but i'm gonna give you mine i'm gonna get one not the, not today six, you have six minutes you could lose this if you want in six minutes no no because because i'm gonna give you but i'm gonna hit you with a conspiracy theory okay it's gonna be a right conspiracy now? no not now and then, okay that's so did next, you see how time magazine week. put out that thing that everyone was going nuts on yes i did and by the way do you yes, know I why did. that comes out why it's called nonlinear warfare hmm the reason they put that out is so that everybody on the conspiracy side will be like, look, I told you who stole it. But the people who think Joe Biden, you actually won those votes. Hilarious. <laughs> aren't going to ever read that thing because no one's going to care. They're like, whatever. It's crazy stuff. That's done purposefully to weaponize both sides. Well, what I think is very possible is that big tech um, censored information like the Hunter Biden thing, a censored information that would have swayed the election. There's no question about that. And so if you're going to say it's a fair election when big Do you know tech Hunter has a tattoo that. of on his back? Uh, the chicken snake guy? No. Beelzebub? No. Um, the finger legs. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. The finger legs. Well, listen, I don't know. Maybe he's into some weird shit. But yeah, either way, that's called fucking child uh, sex way, trafficking. I, either way, I, I do think that if there's truth to a story and... And big tech is responsible for censoring that story. Um, then I think that's a big, big problem for our country. A big problem. Well, and it's, yeah. And it's a huge problem for our democracy and for for voter integrity and for for. So I'm going to make that. That's a case we can really talk about. Well, we're, you're not going to argue with but me see, because I'm telling you, you just don't want to go far enough to the truth, which is they lied about the votes. Can I get can I get this one guy in here? We'll break down how they lie about the votes. His name's Dr. Shiva. Yeah, but Dr. Shiva doesn't sound like a real doctor. Is he? He is a very real doctor. And what is his? Uh, what is his? Uh, MIT is that good enough for you? It, really? Yeah. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah, I know he's he been is. on my show multiple times. Yeah, but he also 
He tends to be. Uh, this is my favorite thing about Brian and all of his friends. It's it's trust the science unless the science is saying what you Sheeva, don't like. Doctor Sheva is trying Here to run for go. office, and he's he's okay. Right. Okay, Brian. I'd like to get him on. I, I don't know if Doctor Sheva is a voting expert. He's a fucking virologist, so it's a little bit different. Uh, Brian, some, look Brian. Up, what is Doctor Sheva's expertise? He invented email. He said. No, he said a lot of things. Oh, can we talk about the fights coming up? Is this coming out before the fights come up? This weekend? Yeah. yeah. Are we doing Thursday? Are we, are we releasing this tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, we are? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's break the fights down before we get out of here. Yeah, but real quick, just to let you know, Brian's full of it. Back to the fights. <laughs> Let's get back to the fights. Okay. Kamaru Usman. We'll Dude, get this into is a great Shiba fight. This is a Dude. great fight. Kamaru Usman, Gilbert Burns. Here's This is a great fight. This is two bulls, bro. I'm going to say this. Kamaru Usman doesn't get tired. I haven't seen Gilbert Burns be taken into deep water by a guy who wears you like a backpack in the later rounds, but Gilbert Burns is so fucking explosive. He's so explosive. They're, dude, it's crazy I, that they're teammates, right? Like, oh, that's a. I didn't how know do you that. do I that? I didn't know that. It's hard for them. That's got to be tough. That's got to be hard for your camp because. But they also probably train together, so I don't know. Um,. That's going to be a fucking... Dude, this is like... because So, can you go back to uh, Usman? He was kind of the uh, one of the top dogs in that. I miss the Ultimate Fighter. I wish they would bring it back. That was such a great show, right? Um, but they had they had the two camp... The two bot MMA gyms from Miami that weren't getting along. I think it was AT, ATA. Was that? American mm -hmm. Top Team? Mm -hmm. American Top Team. So, ATT... AT whatever versus the black zillions right which was later on would become a great porn line right that was okay <laughs> the black that, zillions that was a bunch of big black dicks shredding white chicks <laughs> anyways the point was that they had this great fight and uzman really stood out he was like you could tell that guy yeah, was the next level fighter and uh so he went on he won a championship was not surprising to those who watched that series but Gilbert Burns just went through Tyrone Woodley, like oh. just went through dude. him. And Woodley's a great fighter, yeah, dude. Yeah, he is an explosive as fuck. No, Gilbert Burns right now might, I, I if I got to put my money on this, I don't even know where I go here. I mean, Kamaru Usman is, is unbelievable. And I, 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 the only thing I see is if, if Kamaru can close distance without catching one of Gilbert Burns, you know, power shots, well, and Gilbert Burns, it's like has won world championships in jujitsu yeah, three times. But, but Kamaru Usman can neutralize your jujitsu and wear you the fuck down. So what I think the game plan is for Kamaru Usman is is pressure. getting close, pressure, and tiring Burns out and taking the snap out of his power. And then in round four and five, when Kamaru Usman never gets tired, uh, he's got to wear Burns down and beat him. But I, I see this as either a decision or an early knockout. I don't see it any other way. I, I, I don't know. And I don't know who to put my money on. I don't. I do not know who yeah, to put my money somebody, on. Yeah, take somebody, dude. You also have to take into consideration that uh, Kamaru Usman's last fight was Colby Covington almost, or over a year ago. Yeah, but Gilbert Burns got no, no, hurt, his last too. fight was uh, Masvidal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Masvidal. Yeah, and he beat Masvidal. But Burns got COVID. They were supposed to fight recently, and Burns got because he he was supposed to fight Burns, and Burns couldn't show up, so Masvidal showed up. I don't know how much trouble Burns has in sucking weight. I'm gonna go with the champion in this fight because I, the champion. I is, think it's gonna be close, but 
until someone beats Usman, I don't see anybody beating him. But I think Gilbert Burns has the tools to do yes, it. Yes, he does. We're gonna see. We're gonna see if Burns is. We're gonna see the truth here. This is the truth. I don't know. And it's going to be, it's probably going to come down to the guy who had the less, the hard, least hard time sucking weight. I don't know how both those guys, and I've seen them both in person, I don't know how those guys get down to 170. It's astonishing. It's crazy because Usman is so big and so thick. Like you, he's, he looks Where as big Where is he as, losing the weight from? I don't know. His legs. He's got the skinniest legs. But that motherfucker is, he's just huge. When you see him walking around, he's got to be 200 and. 10 pounds. You remember and the same guy with that Burns. was the wrestler with no legs? Yeah. Like he was just dominating people yeah. because his upper body, because he didn't have any of the yeah. leg was just so much bigger than the other guys. He could just manhandle yes. them. Yes. Can I see Alexa Grasso, please? Can I see, can I get some, some optics on that young lady? Cause she looks adorable. Hmm. Yeah. They're both cute. Yeah. They're both cute. Paige Van Zandt just fought. I saw it. She she, she did a great job, man. I you mean, know what, dude? Here's what I want to say about her. You can bitch and moan and say all this stuff. She's game. I she's love her. always down for a fight. I, I hate when people criticize her because they're like, oh, she's just pretty. She's a tough athlete. She's not afraid to fight, though. She's awesome. She's That's fucking, my whole thing. It's like... I don't know if she can make a living in the game. I mean, she's down she has. for it. She has made you a know, living. You know, that's true. She's always down. I like, I respect her, man. Her husband's awesome. He fights in Bellator at 85, Austin. They, I, I hung out with them in uh, West Palm Beach, and they're both lovely. Did they make human. love in front of you? Were they, you able I to wish they, I wish they would. I'd I don't know, man. Money. I ask people to let me watch, and they get weird. I don't know why. Kelvin Gastelum. Again, if you've ever seen him in person, you can't believe he's, the, he's that much of a badass. He fought Israel Adesanya. To a draw, I mean not a draw, but I mean went the distance, and he's five eight. Kevin Kelvin's five eight. He's a nice guy. He's a great guy, but he's so stupid talented. There's no reason a guy like that. He makes me afraid of every single Mexican person I've ever seen. Like the the, the fact that this motherfucker could wreck half the planet, and he looks like such a he's kind of a stocky Mexican guy. You would never say, oh, this guy's some super athlete, and he fucks. He beat up. Tim Kennedy, he gave he gave Adesanya uh, the the fits. I mean, he is just insanely good. He's he's so talented. He's so inhumanly tough. Yes, I I don't know. I I know a girl who dated him for a second, and I was like, does he feel differently? What's he made of? What do you mean when they make love? Yeah, I, I want to know what he's. Did they made let of. you watch? No, I wish, but I was like, what is he made of? What's a guy like that made of? How does a guy like that have? That those kind of he reserves. He is interesting because he's like Kane Velasquez. You remember Kane? He is. Kane yeah, never was like a, chiseled. No, but he was strong and, and athletic as fuck. And he can just punch you from like he, he's got. It's not like his arms are super long. What's his reach? Seventy one, and he just reaches you and knocks you the fuck out. How about he's this so other talented. guy? He's shredded too. I don't know Ian, but he looks shredded. Yeah, I don't know. But anybody like, who fights Kelvin better pack a lunch. Ian was on the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Or the Contender Series. A lot of tough guys out there. I br- I wish they bring back the Ultimate Fighter, man. That was such... People were getting bored of it. I loved watching the fights, dude. Yeah. I could do without the house, like, hey, I'm drunk, and I might have said a racial slur. I don't know. You know, yeah, like, well, I'm over I, that. That's what the Contender Series is. It's oh. just fights. They but do, do a, you know their storylines? Yeah, they do a little quick backstory. It's usually something sad, and then they go straight into it. Yeah, fight. I mean, like, for sure. We got to get Kelvin on the podcast. We should, I got to talk to I him. I think he believes in aliens and probing. I got to talk to him. I got to talk to him in general about, you know, just 
what his training is. Oh, yeah, he, dude. What about you doing Conspiracy Social Club without me? When? With that fucking hipster uh, fucking investment. That's what wasn't meant to be that. That's just Patreon. I don't know what to call those interviews. No, it's fine, And I got to release dude. them on, in kidding. public. Go back. It was a joke. No, but I uh, wanted to. I should have had you here when, when, no, when, when you were doing I it. I can't. No, but I wanted to release that. I want to release that publicly eventually. The thing about you guys on Patreon is that, like you said, we want to make sure you guys are getting what you pay for, and that's why we're you're we're doing a great so much, job. People love you. We're keeping so much on Patreon because Patreon's guys, weird, man. They kicked a bunch of people off my fucking page, and they're like, "I've been trying to sign the fuck up." They're getting weird, dude. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I got to figure that out. Next one, next fight. Who else is some big fights in this? Dude, what about Frankie Edgar, dude? You see that knockout? Well, Corey Sanhagen's the new blood. Corey Sanhagen, dude, is, but you got respect. He's a Christian Edgar. Allen disciple. He, he comes out of high altitude. He's he's a Christian Allen disciple. Christian Allen's a genius, and you know he's he's just a fucking. Hold on, we got to talk about this Jim Miller Bobby Green thing. Hold on, but he's just he is just a um he's a phenom, and I believe that Corey Sanhagen is the future one thirty five champion and no one's going to touch him i really Corey sanhagen is came up he's been training since he was 16 only studying mma kind of like rory or mcdonald and uh but but he's just he's got he does everything perfect he does every i've seen him train i've seen that kid train he can hit you with a body shot he can hit you with a knee he's he's my height and he's fighting at 135 and he's not does he like he's to not blow less guys muscular than stop? i am he that's the one thing he draws the line okay at. all right that's so he's the not one perfect. thing he draws the line. now we got jim miller old as the hills tough as nails tough as nails still fighting talk about a veteran by the way does and, this look like every fight that happened in tampa this weekend <laughs> <laughs> and then bobby green Bobby Green, who can slip your shots and you can't put your hands on him, and he sits there and he's talking to you the whole time, going, "Nah, you missed that one. Nah, he couldn't hit me. Nah, he can't." And he he is. This is going to be such an interesting fight. Jim Miller's going to try to grind, and Bobby Green he's going to try to float and stick and move. I love this fight. I can't wait for this old school fight, and I'm going with Bobby Green at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Jim Miller just that guy. MMA is interesting, dude. Like MMA is the one thing where a guy could be way more athletic than you, but you just have discipline. Yeah. If you, as long as you have discipline, you can stay in MMA for Fighting? a long. It's not like boxing, no. which is all like speed. Yeah. And the power, but speed wins in boxing. In MMA, discipline. Yes. At this level, everybody's fast. Everybody's good. It's discipline, yes. dude. So Fighting? we'll see. I, I can't make a call because I don't know Bobby Green, but yeah. you know, based on tattoos. I'm probably going to go Bobby Green. So interesting to see them. Skinny and ready. What else we got? Which is the opposite of heavy and hungry. What's your podcast? Big and hungry. Big and hungry. Big and hungry. Skinny and ready. Big and hungry is a state of mind, brother. It's where your heart lives. My heart's big and hungry. So I break down like if I don't know anybody, the, the things I root against are incredibly handsome. Yeah. Incredibly handsome. Like fucking tidy whitey boxer shorts. Like. Yep. George St. Pierre really push it. By the way, they say he's training. I know he is. He's going to fight Khabib. Khabib. That's going to be a great fight. I'll believe it. When Bad I'll, tattoos. I'll speak about it and believe it when it happens. How about fucking, is this at 50? No, it's 185. Uh, Rodolfo Vieira. I mean, could you be any more shredded, Rodolfo? Yeah, I mean, what, dude, could what you are be you, in, from the future? Look are him you Terminator? Give me some pictures of Rodolfo, please. Rodolfo Vieira. Let me let me take him in. This looks like a prison fight between Aryan versus Mexican gang. Yeah, you spelled that wrong, dude, but that's okay. 
Good. Let me see what he's working with. That's the kind of body I want. I mean, that's the kind of body. Do you I want, want to have the jizz drops coming out of your ears too when I you guess. take a picture? Look at the fucking look at the body on this son of a bitch. You do blow dudes at the bus. Stop. I may as well look. At, I want to just be a warrior like that. Oh, I know who this motherfucker is. He was a world champion jujitsu guy, and I saw him at Bellator. I believe. I mean, at uh, at uh, look at those uh, rock at, hard white. I nipples. saw him. Not saying anything. Oh, he's one of the best ever in jujitsu. Not saying anything, but those nipples are hard and white. He's got the best body, one of the best bodies you can have, and I saw him. With his shirt off, and I, I remember me and Matt Mitrione, I think it was, we were we were staring at him going, how the fuck is a guy built like that? Dude, I can't believe you can talk with all the blood rushing to your dick right now. <laughs> I'm they, These kind of, they, yeah, you know what? I'm gay. All right, we've been doing this for an, um, an hour and 40. God, it just seems like two hours. Ladies and gentlemen, so thank you for tuning in. I'm going to work out. Sam? I love you. I Come love see you me. Too, dude. I'm going to do my boxing, dude. My striking is getting good. My cross Ooh. is nice. I'm still fat, dude. Fat dragon. Fat dragon and man dragon. Come see the man dragon this weekend in Nashville. We're sold out Friday, Saturday. Almost sold out Thursday. I'm doing a live podcast with Steve Byrne, who lives in Nashville. A big and hungry live podcast at 9 o'clock. Uh, live there are tickets available. I just posted about it. And then the next weekend, I got Virginia Beach. Uh, uh, the Virginia Beach comedies, it's the Virginia Beach uh, Funny Bone, uh, and that'll be uh, th- fuck February 18, 19, 20. And then, uh, and then I March 4th, 5th, and 6th, I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. Get your tickets. We'll see you in a bit, kids. Hey, Sam, what, what do you, you mean, dude? No, I'm asking you, what do you Am got? Am I not a comedian of I, comedy? I turned to you and said, what do you got? No, you were about to push the mic and run to the That's bus not stop. true, bro. Someone's fucking excited. That's not true. I am uh, going to be next weekend, uh, which is the 18th through the 20th. I am in Raleigh at, at Good Nights. Then I'm uh, March 4th through the 5th. I'm at the Dojo of Comedy in New Jersey in Morris Plains. Uh, you can buy tickets at Tiff's Comedy. We're getting the website made. I think we're going to start opening dojos all over the place, bro. That's right. I own a comedy club chain called the Dojo of Comedy. Come on. Tell me that's not badass. I love it. I love it. Guys, I love you. Check out the shirts. Yeah, check out the shirts, kids. We're ready. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. (laughs) I'm winning. (laughs) You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep 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 Waters.